Hey, hey, you're inside the Madhouse, your source for all things Southern Oregon Spartans hockey. On the ice, in the locker room, all the way around the rink, we take you behind the scenes of your very favorite hockey club. And now, your hosts, Coach Martin, Bree, and Marco. And that's right, Spartan Nation, we are back. We finally can drink as a podcast, episode 21, Stan Makita. <laughs> episode Stan Makita, absolute classic. Coach Bree, how are we doing? We're doing good. We're back I mean, together. Yeah, yeah, we're, we are back together in Bremerton, Washington, uh, getting ready for, for mini camp, kicking off tonight. Uh, two ice sessions on Saturday, another one on Sunday, and then we're heading home after that with a bunch of players. You know, a yeah. bunch of players are coming right. back to town. Uh, they're going to be volunteering. They're going to be working out. They're going to be getting ready for, for our legit training camp, which starts in uh, in October. Oh, man. Exciting. It's uh, it's starting to feel like hockey. It's starting to feel like hockey right yeah. now. It's it's uh, slowly but surely. Loving that. I was that. telling Dylan I'm really excited for tonight just to, like, go to the rink and you can, like, smell the ice and, yep. and like, the sound of when they're, like, doing laps and just, like, Hitting the puck off the crossbar, like I'm so happy. <laughs> but like, if you haven't experienced that since what March? Yeah, you know, I've been on a couple times. I did the youth hockey academy. Like, right. you haven't, right? So you've had nothing, no, nothing since March. No, man, the the, the sounds and, and the smells, with a, with a few exceptions on the smells, but the sounds and smells right. of, of, of hockey are just uh, just yeah. excellent. And I don't want to introduce our guest just yet, but we did pick up a player from the airport yesterday. And I made the mistake of leaving his gear in my truck, and it was it was <laughs> yeah. pretty bad today. Yeah, I'll it was kind of nice, though. Right? It was kind of nice, but I'll, I'll let uh, Marco introduce you know who we got this week. Well, we are incredibly excited, uh, Spartan Nation. We have the one and only Sebastian Lanaville joining us today on the podcast. We got to catch up with him, and when we got on the call, I was not only was I surprised to see you, Bree, in the same room with a uh, coach and everyone, but also the one and only. Gabe, Showtime test us. So we got a, a, a really wonderful one today. Uh, super excited about the call. Uh, that's just coming up in a matter of moments here. And uh, Southern Oregon, our hearts are absolutely here with you right now. Um, we talked about it last week. Uh, we had a big roundup of a lot of resources, uh, places that you could go to get you know, help or any assistance, and also to go give help and assistance. And um, it's uh it's it's still smoky down here. The air's cleared a little bit, but uh I mean Coach Bree, what a what a whirlwind of the past week since we spoke last. Well, and I wanna say I came into town and I've got a few extra bags with me. <laughs> Dylan was not thrilled to see that. But um down in Albuquerque I put out I'm in a zero waste group and I'm in a buy nothing group because that's kind of something personally that I'm working towards. But um, I put it out there that I was coming up to Oregon and, you know, we had these fire victims. And so people went above and beyond. I got kids toys. I got cat toys. I got men's clothes, women's clothes, boys clothes, girl clothes. And some have, sweet, sweet toys. Yeah. Some of oh, men. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you to the people that I know in Albuquerque that really helped out with us. So next week when we get in town, we'll be handing out some stuff yeah it's it's back to the grind as far as you know spartans hockey but we need to fit in you know the volunteering and everything and make yeah. it a priority um next week but yeah i think we we spoke beautifully about it last week and i think we hit all the points that we needed to and you know we're you know spartan nation we're back on a positive note on a happy yeah. episode you know we're not gonna be yeah. diving in too deep but it, right. it, it's very very sad so 
And once again, Southern Oregon, our hearts are with you. This has been uh, a very rough time, but we're moving through it together. And uh, Bree, we're moving on to uh, some social media from the past week, uh, getting caught up with that. Yes. So we want to go back a little bit further than a week um, because we talked to Luik two weeks ago now. That's right. Discussed him, and he was so much fun. Yeah, I mean, absolute pro. And it's kind of funny, you know. Um, yeah, Gabe was in here, and uh, he goes, yeah, he sounded so professional. Like, he is not that way in the locker. Like, <laughs> dancing, he's doing this. Like, I guess they're, they're dance partners in the locker. Yeah. And I told him, I go, yeah, you know, pregame skate, you turn on that music, you know, you know, get, get ready for that night. And he goes, yes, thank God. And, like, <laughs> I can already see, like, Jimmy – yeah, Gabe, week, Ray. Ray, like all just all just getting ready for, for ready to go. We're gonna have a good vibe team this year. We're gonna it's gonna be yeah, yeah just gelling. Yeah. Obviously, Bree and I are like obsessed with the Spartans, like probably right. unhealthy, like obsessed. <laughs> so we talk about twenty four hours a day. But yeah, it's just like this group that's coming here. And, and I just met Jake um, downstairs. You know, his family's here for minicamp, and Jake as well. And it's just, we can just tell we have that core. And I keep on listening to episode 15 just over and over and over again. We talk about that with Aaron of just like this core that we're developing. And I'm just, I'm so happy with it. I'm I'm stoked. Absolutely. And I mean, episode 15 is becoming Spartans gospel. It's, you know, I mean, it's, and I think the the buy-in from that is going to be so, just so huge, you know? And I mean, who, who doesn't want to be a part of a group like that? It's just, you know, just, well, you know, firing on all cylinders, you know? Even, um, so, like I said, we met Jake and his parents downstairs, and they go, yeah, like, we listened to the one with, with the bus driver, you know, and he, he seems like a really good guy. <laughs> right. and it's like, you know, people, you know, even if we have our bus driver on, even if we have, you know, our mm-hmm. assistant coach, our PA right. guy, we had our PA guy on here. Right. That's, <laughs> that's our highest episode. You that's know? our number one episode, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stick to us to Don Hurley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it keeps on going. Yeah. Well, I guess we could get right into then the two players that we announced this week, officially announced this week. So we announced Nico and Jay. Yeah, so we, we've talked about Nico a bunch on here. I'm really disappointed that he can't make it this weekend down in minicamp. Um, some stuff came up and he just he couldn't make it. I, mean, I was really pumped to see him. Uh, same thing with Jay, too. He just got to town and uh, he's looking for a little bit of work in town as well. So, yeah, nice. we're, you know, two, two locker room guys, two uh, – two talented guys that, you know, we couldn't, like, we just talked about this core that we're developing. Well, they right. are so much a part of this core, you know, the, these two kids. So, uh, yeah, we're excited to, to host both of them. And, and I've worked with Jay. Oh Long boy. We're, we're going on. I've been working with Jay for, for four or five years. Wow. Now. So yeah, again, hashtag hinge at the hips, right. Playing over the puck. We're getting in that crouch. We're not back on our heels. We're back on our toes. So right. yeah, we're, we're excited. And that's that's yeah. a great interview as well. Uh, episode, what, five or six? I, I don't yeah. remember exactly which one. Yeah. But yeah. stoked he, to have both of them back. He's a traveler too. Like he, uh, you know, obviously he does the rock climbing stuff. So he's right. all over the West Coast in the summers. Man. And uh, he stopped in twice in San Diego to see Ethan, uh, one of our, our goaltenders from last year. They're really good buddies. So right. it's just cool to see uh, – you know, friendships and mm-hmm. you know, lasting friendships right? Uh, happening here in Southern Oregon. Right. It's a beautiful thing. And we even talk about it a little bit in the interview about those lasting relationships that come around our beautiful sport yeah. that we love so much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So the one other thing is we had a thank you post, you know, Spartan Nation's really shown up. Everyone's been sending us gift cards. 
and um, we had that Amazon wish list that people are sending stuff from. So just thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I had some great visitors uh, this week to drop off gift cards. One of them being my boy, Josh Shelton. Yeah. Came Big by up, and, Josh. And, and donated. And I said, okay, is this from, you know, channel 12? He goes, no, th this is from me. You know, so it's, it's pretty cool. Got what a guy? text last night from, uh, from the men's league in town. The guy who runs the men's league said, Hey, heard you're doing a fundraiser. How can we help? You know, stuff like that. So it's, wow. it's really touching. Yeah. Absolutely. Beautiful. Just absolutely well, beautiful. Yeah. And I want to say, you know, we just talked about Ethan and Jay's friendship and it's like, this team has just given us so many connections and new people in our lives. And it's really nice. Like these relationships, they go past just the players. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And we've had uh, families of signed players send us stuff. I mean, yeah. we've had both of our parents that have chipped in and, and just, and random people just, I get an email from someone of, Hey, I heard, you know, you, have something going on i have mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff can i donate it absolutely wow that's a beautiful thing just all the whole spartan nation in it together that's so encouraging to hear so so beautiful i i do want to mention i was in the office and i was emailing with this lady who i had no idea who it was and uh we set up a time for i thought it was her to come down to the office to donate stuff and this guy showed up and <laughs> ended up being her husband and so I go, hey, how's it going? You know, he goes, hey, are you are you the head coach? And I said, yes. And he goes, hey, I'm Scuba Steve. I'm like, Scuba Steve? Like, <laughs> yes. I'm supposed to know you, you know? <laughs> and uh, he goes, yeah, I'm on uh, 101.5 FM or something like that. And he's, okay. yeah, Don Hurley is his boss. Yeah. So okay. Pardons <laughs> and all that. And I was like, Scuba Steve, who the hell goes around saying? <laughs> That's a great Scuba name. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that, that's kind of funny. You donated a bunch of stuff, though. Uh, well done, Scuba Steve. And I mean, you write your own ticket with a name like that. That's a that's a great name. <laughs> you won't forget him now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> forget him. And Spartan Nation, right about now, we're going to talk with the man of the hour and the special guest returning, uh, Gabe Testa. But right now, we're going to turn it over to Sebastian Lanaville. And that's right, Spartan Nation. We're back with the man of the hour, the one and only. Sebastian Lanaville. Sebastian, how are we doing, man? Pretty good. How are you? Oh, doing well, thanks. Good, man. This this is exciting. I mean, it's been a long process to, yeah. to finally get you here. Yeah, you right. know, and like, how are you feeling about no. being in the states, right, for the uh, second time ever? Yeah. I was, are you a little overwhelmed? Oh yeah, it's, honestly. <laughs> uh, when I was at the airport, I was like, nah, I'm in Seattle now. <laughs> <laughs> it all hit no, real. Different country, yeah, all yeah. different currency. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like that. I mean, you're just asking uh, about Medford, and we're like, yeah, it's a small town, but we have everything. You need. Yeah. Like, like we have a, a Target and this mm -hmm. and that. You go, the hell's a Target? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Canada, we had one Target, one Target in uh, Sunridge, it's in Calgary. I think he was there when I was like six or something. I wasn't yeah. there before. So, and then they got rid of it. So yeah. now we just go walk down there. Well, let's talk a little bit about, you know, your hometown. Yeah. And did you grow up there? Did you always play there? You know, where did you play last year? You know, kind of mm -hmm. walk us through, like, your yeah. career so far. No, I uh, born in Ray, uh, was raised in Calgary, born there, too. And then when I was, like, 10, moved territory. That's where I currently live. Okay. And a small town, about 15 minutes. Not in rush hour to get to the other side of <laughs> town. But cool little town. And then uh, playing Cold Lake last year. How did that uh, go for you? No, honestly, the first couple months were rough. Yeah. And then I finally found my group because it's my first time going away from hockey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So I found my groove after that. Well, we'll kind of tell the listeners, you know, a little bit about, you know, your style of play. And I, I remember talking with your dad yeah. and, and he goes, yeah, he's, he's a big kid. This and, that. and I saw you at the airport. I go, oh, shit, this, <laughs> this kid's corner. You know what I mean? So, so kind of talk about, you know, what, what, what you bring to the ice and what you bring to the specials. Well, yeah, I'm a stay-at-home defenseman. I think I've yeah. a couple of roles. Oh, yeah. Uh, like to make some plays. Yeah. Once in a while, I'll go out, but not too often. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's why we got to pair you with a guy sitting next to us, uh, Mr. Uh, Showtime in the house. Showtime Testa is also here in the hotel room. How are you doing, Gabe? Good. Happy Good. to finally be back training. Yeah, 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 absolutely. How long has it been for you guys off the ice? I know you've had some little guys. Yeah, uh, I think the last time I was on the ice was like um, a month ago, okay. three weeks, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And we, we always ask um, any former or current player when they come on here, talk a little bit about, you know, your, your family support through, through this stuff. Because you, you really can't do it no, by, by yourself, yourself yeah. right? So can yeah. I kind of talk about that? Oh, well, I know lots of support back home, friends, family, yeah. girlfriends, family, stuff oh, like that. Go. Yeah, lots of coaches uh, yeah. coach me. Yeah. Uh, we talk a lot to your dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Like almost it. every day. He's into it. <laughs> Yeah, no, he is, right. which is awesome. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and talk a little bit about what you brought with you. I mean, you had a little charge at the uh, <laughs> at the airport. Oh yeah, to get there. lots lots of clothes because I'm staying here all season. Yeah, not going home for Christmas because uh, COVID. Yeah, done the whole thing. Uh lots of sticks. Lots of sticks. <laughs> yeah, I went through a lot of sticks last season. I think I went through like eleven. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could sell them. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes the money. And yeah. what what did they charge you at the airport for your uh, eighty pound bag? Uh, uh, eighty bucks for the extra bag, okay. and then a uh, hundred dollars over bag fee. Over bag fee, yeah. <laughs> Holy Moses! Yeah, I probably get you. So tell me about um, what what bit you about? You know, you said you were raised with a lot of sport, a lot of athletics in your life. What what is the the best damn thing about hockey? Oh, I just saw uh, the group of people. Honestly, how at the beginning of the season you don't know anyone, and then turns into a good old brotherhood. Right. You know, it's so funny That's you say that. Same answer. Right. Like, every time we. We ask that, it's the same thing. Like, right. I was going to say, you said the same thing. Yeah. Same exact. The yeah. Brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. It's a brotherhood. I literally just got deja vu to when you said it, Gabe, and then like when every other player said it, you know, and that's, I, I really, I have to second that as not as a player, but as just someone who's in the, the greater, you know, the hockey community that it's uh, the people you meet and just the, uh, yeah. the, the whole experience around it is just so, so unique. And um, what, what got you when you were a kid? Like uh, what, what made you know that that hockey was the sport for you? Like the the, um, the, the honestly, speed or honestly strapping on the skates the first time. Yeah, just like it's like going. That's such a unique thing. Rough, no, a lot of falling, <laughs> a lot of falling. Right. <laughs> like when we interviewed the week, he's, his parents wanted to be a, a speed skater, mm-hmm. and he goes, "No, no, 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 I'm I'm, I'm crashing bodies. Yeah, like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not skating around a uh, track here. No, honestly, <laughs> right. uh, my parents weren't gonna force me into hockey. It was like one of my own decisions. That's what my mom said when I was younger. She's like, if he comes a hockey player, he becomes a hockey player. I'm not yeah. gonna force him. Yeah, yeah, right. Sure. I mean, it's such a, um, you know, we've talked about this before, but, you know, it's, if you're exposed to hockey in any, even, even just a little bit, I don't know a lot of people who are just like, oh, yeah, that's okay. It's like most people are like, oh, I want to know everything about this sport. You know, this is, <laughs> this is excellent, you know. And um, yeah. if you were, were going to go back in time a little bit, 
what would you say to like um, just to a younger version of of yourself? Just uh, any ideas of just pointers or just stuff for just a youngster, a real youngster getting into hockey? Uh, work on like your form of skating. Get like power skating under your belt. Right. Just work on your hands and stuff like that. Try and get faster. Right. When you're younger, so it doesn't hurt you when you're trying to try out for bigger and better teams. Right. Yeah, and, and like even this mini camp that we're doing now, I mean, I got my practice plans in front of me. I mean, we're we're power skating mm-hmm. this week, yeah. you know. And right. I, I used to work at the uh, Chicago Blackhawks uh, training facility, and they man, they're working on their strap. Mm-hmm. They're working on inside edge. Yeah. They're all that stuff that you grow up doing. Mm-hmm. Patrick Kane's still doing. Oh, right, you know right. what I mean? So it's very very valuable. And yeah. I, I'm glad you brought that up. No, this summer we had the. Power skating coach for Calgary Flames. Yep. yep. What, what's her name again? Uh, Danielle. Danielle. Yeah. 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 So I can probably talk to her and get her up here. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we can work on our power skiing stuff like that. So yeah, that helped a lot. Yeah. 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 I love that answer, you know, I mean, because it is uh, in so many pursuits, you know, hockey's no exception. The, the fundamentals, you know, are always, they just compound throughout a lifelong of yeah. playing that sport. And it's never, you'll never get to a, a point where it's like, oh, I don't have to, don't have to work, as, work on yeah. skating anymore. Oh, uh, skating's not important focus anymore. You know, it's always, uh, that's, that's a, a great answer. You know, um, we're so happy to have you in Southern Oregon here. We're really looking forward to, to having you in the black and gold. Is there anything else you'd like to let the Spartan nation know about yourself? We're all very excited to have you down here. Thank you. Uh, no, not really single, not single. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking, <laughs> taking a beautiful girlfriend back home. Have a girlfriend. <laughs> well, it, it's rough news for the young ladies of Southern Oregon, but we're sorry to deliver it right here on Inside the Madhouse. But uh, Sebastian, thank you so much. Excellent to meet you, man. Really stoked to have you down here in Southern Oregon. Going to be an excellent season. Showtime, Gabe. So great to see you. It was a surprise to my heart to see you. Just made my my day, man. So ready to have you down here. Any any final words for the Spartan Nation? We're going to kick some ass. You heard it here first, folks. Oh, wow. Spartan Nation, Coach Bree. That was excellent. It was so nice to have both of them. It was uh, the nice little cameo from Gabe Testa from Showtime <laughs> in true form. And Sebastian Lanaville. So stoked to have him here in the black and gold. That, that's so funny what Gabriel said. And I think you were yeah. about to say that. Like, oh, I got to cut in here. Uh, I got a beautiful girlfriend as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a smart kid. Yeah. <laughs> No, but what I was going to say was it was nice to see them in here because Sebastian got here first. We went and picked up Gabe, and then we dropped Gabe off in Sebastian's room, and they were just kind of like, hey, hey. you know, whatever. <laughs> and then they roll in here, and they're like, What's up, already guys? like yeah. best friends. Yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> like best buddies forever. Yeah. I was yeah. the same thing. Yeah. So it's nice to see that. Yeah, and we're just we're so excited to get on the ice tonight. And yeah. Going. And like, like Gabe said, I mean, the work starts now, right? And right. They have no idea, but it's going to be a bag skate. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. Uh, so the players listening and, and the families, like, conditioning is a skill. Just yeah. like the handling, just like skating, just like whatever you have to do in hockey. Right. Conditioning is a skill. And, and you need it. You know, you, you absolutely need it. So, um, you know, I keep on listening to episode 15, and I just think about, you know, molding that team of just hard work and lead with effort and all that. Well, you, you got to have the legs to do it, you know? Yeah. So.
No, absolutely. And it's, uh, I mean, they, it's, it's almost like the skill of learning how to learn. It's just the skill of conditioning itself. Like just is, it's just like a well, you know, keeps, you know, reaffirming itself. So, I mean, I, I think that's actually spot on coach, you know? Yeah. And uh, my coach in college, he, he's really molded, you know, my, my kind of coaching philosophy. I, I've taken right. a lot from him. And uh, when, when we would bag skate or when we would condition, I remember everyone had to stop the same way. The team mm. pick, you know, we're going to stop facing the scoreboard or the benches or whatever. And I think that that is genius because it, yeah. it makes you think while you're skating. You know, so right. when you're dog tired 45 seconds or 50 seconds into a shift, you still got to think. You right. know, so you're, you're conditioning your legs, but you're also conditioning your mind to just keep going with your thought process. And just that awareness of everything going on around you, even when your oxygen's low, you're gassed, just you know what everyone's doing. Yeah, fight through it. Yeah, yeah sure. I love that. Oh, well, Coach, as long as we got you in coaching mode right now, <laughs> Spartan Nation, uh, it's back. The rant is back. here. Coach, oh, do you got something on your mind? <laughs> I have something very much on my mind. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Okay, so I won't name the player. I won't even name his position. I won't even name the teams. I won't do anything. But this morning, I am very, very upset. I recruited a kid to a team that I formerly worked for, okay? He wasn't a high recruit, but, you know, he was someone looking for a shot. I heard some bad stuff about him, but we took him on anyways. I continue on to the Spartans. I hear that this kid didn't do well at my last job, okay? Well, someone representing him keeps on calling me, and I ignore him. And I finally answer, and he goes, oh, so sorry, coach. Uh, he ended up signing somewhere else, you know, and I really hope you the best. You know, I really hope that he can play for you one day, but we just had to move on. And to me, I'm like, okay, like I'm not missing out on anything. Right. Right. And, and again, I'm not missing out on anything. And I say that with skill and with attitude and off ice stuff, not just right. skill. Anyway. So he goes, he signs with this team and I told the, the person representing this player, better be careful about this team. You know, they, they wheel and deal players, you know, they're, the complete opposite of my program, you right. know, it's because I don't do that here. Right. And he goes, yeah, no, I, that, I heard the same thing, but you know, that's, that's our decision. Okay. okay no problem. And that team texts me this morning. Do you need this player or w would you be interested in this player? And I say, no, absolutely not. But here's the thing. That team hasn't even played a fucking game yet. Right. Okay. And, and they're already trying to get rid of them and they're trying to get rid of them for cash. They're not trying to get rid of them for another player or anything like that. So they, so, so here's the thing. I'm going to back up here a little bit and inform listeners that aren't really on the same page of what I'm saying. This team straight out knew this kid is not going to work out for them because the reason why I know that is because I know he wouldn't work out for me. Okay. Right. They signed him to a contract of however much, probably a lot of money, probably took about half the contract already. Okay. And before the first game, they know that this kid isn't going to play. And if this kid isn't going to play, he's going to quit paying tuition, and he's probably going to just leave the program. So before he does that, they're going to try to flip him and sell him to another team so they can make a couple bucks off of him. I hope that that makes sense. So, yeah, it's just it's disturbing, and it's uh, I want to kind of go back to Aaron a little bit and Aaron's episode because we talked about with him, you know, this new group of coaches coming up. You know, right. that, that changing junior hockey and this and that. Well, there's a percentage of these new coaches that are just following 
what the hell happened to them? They're following right. the, the old boys club. And it's just, it's sickening. You know, it, it really is. Like, the bottom line is, this program knew he wouldn't work out for him. This program knew that they could sign him to a hefty contract. And now they know he's not going to play. So instead of, I don't know, releasing him or telling him where he is on the roster, behind right. his back, they're trying to sell him. They're literally trying to sell him. And you know, he, has, he has no influence in that or any, he any has no potential idea. benefit. Wow. But, yeah. And he has no idea. He has no idea this is happening. He's, he's probably still thinking he's fighting for a roster spot. And they're thinking once he sees that he's not going to play when we start playing, right. he's going to be unhappy and they're not going to get their tuition out of him. So why don't we just try to sell him now right. before he knows? You know, so it's just it's terrible. That's a, it's such a frustrating thing, you know. I mean, it's a, it's essentially like commodity trading, but you're you're this is humans we're talking about. This is you know, it's uh yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's a certified rantable topic. That's that I mean that that makes me you know frustrated. That's crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah. There, there's people out here that act like these 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 players are not young people. adults yeah. or people right. or you know like. And yeah, again, it goes back to both skill and off ice. You know, right. I, I don't want them because of, of, of both of those things. So, and I guess you know they 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 have to know who this player is before they sign him. I mean, that's that, that's on them. There's no way this this kid showed up and they go, "Oh, I thought you were a way different player." No, no, right. no. It's very clear where this player is at in his career. They've done their research and still are just using that extra roster spot to try to generate some extra revenue. That's, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. That is, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a delicate subject to broach in the junior hockey community, but it's something that does need to be talked about. And coach, I commend you for, for, uh, for speaking out about it, you know, for this kind of, these kind of practices. Yeah. And Bree mentioned, you know, I hope this person representing this player doesn't listen to the podcast because he might, I hope he does. Absolutely. Because I, I'm not going to go out there and, you know, I, I really can't contact him and say hey this is what's happening you right know, that, that isn't the way it works you know right and as we're moving along spartan nation our satellite studio aka free and coaches hotel room is <laughs> the most popular hotel room in bremerton right now and walking into the room right now is this tall drink of water our front office manager and spartan's nhl consultant it's the one and only sam rosenbaum sam how we doing man Pretty well. It was an unspeakable force that just brought me here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little a radar thing that went off. You're like, oh, it's time to record. Yep. Your family's ghost. <laughs> That's right. They said, go to room four, four, five. <laughs> and talk about some playoff hockey. Oh, yeah. man. So what, what are you thinking? It's been quite a ride. Are you thinking uh, – Team Kudobin or Team Vasilevsky moving on here. It's uh, we're actually bring us up to a little bit to date to, to where we are. You know, starting here, we're obviously in the final series. Yeah, going in, um, going into the playoff bracket, I had Tampa taking it all honestly against Colorado. Not trying to okay. bracket, but I would certainly <laughs> take Vasilevsky. But over. we screwed up our brackets. I still had him going all are the you way. Still, but <laughs> did you recede? I did not recede. So I still would have had them going all the way. Okay. For sure. Um, I take Vasilevsky. Kudobin's been stepping up incredibly. um, But I think Vasilevsky is just um, a bit more consistent um, in his mechanics, the way that he plays goalie. The goals that he gives up, um, 
aren't even flukes, but like just this last game, I believe it was this last game, there was a wraparound and he kind of overcommitted on uh, his right post. And then Anders Lee, I believe it was, wrapped it around and beat him. But I mean, those things happen so rarely. You don't see him giving up a simple shot from the from the outside wall nearly ever. So um, I got to take Vasilevsky. Kudobin stood on his head, um, no doubt, for Dallas. Um, and they have had pretty difficult opponents um, throughout the rounds, um, which is something to give them credit. Um, but I think overall it'll be a very interesting matchup goaltending-wise. I imagine it would be low scoring um, overall. Definitely. That, that Western Conference was no joke. It's, uh, I mean, to see Dallas go through that. I mean, Kudobin's really here in Jimmy right now, but I think that overall Tampa has, has the, the offensive assets to, to do it with the goaltending that is, I mean, all but completely fundamentally solid, you know. And like you said, there's a, a few of those that aren't necessarily flukes, but it's good solid goaltending. But, you know, those things happen so rarely that, yeah, you know, one or two does sneak by here and there. How, how the hell did they beat Vegas? Like, I'm still just, like, yeah. shock. Like, I mean, Vegas rolls four lines all yeah. around. And they have two stud goaltenders. I, I don't know if, if somehow it was a psychological thing, um, you know, with that almost might have started between the pipes with Vegas. But, you know, going up against a force like Kudobin, um, I don't know if the if somehow the Leonard um, Flurry type of uh, uncertainty there, you know, yeah. two great goaltenders, but a little bit of – there was something going on, you know, so uh, I'm not sure if it, if, if it was kind of ground up from there or, or what happened exactly. Uh, since you mentioned the Vegas Golden Knights two goalie system type thing going on, uh, I've talked to Dylan. We've talked numerous times about our kind of opinions on the whole running a two goalie system. And we both uh, agree that it's not a great system. Um, we think, uh, it's okay that I speak for you. I mean, during <laughs> season, running two goalies. You have to. Brilliant have idea. To. Yeah, have right. to. Playoff time. I mean, we've talked about on the podcast before. Like, think about how much these guys are getting paid. You yeah. can't go back-to-back nights. Right. I mean, that that's unbelievable to me. Yeah, agreed. And when one's hot, when one's posting shutouts the way Leonard did, it's like, yeah. why would you even consider putting Fleur yeah. in? No disrespect. He's a wonderful goalie. but well, Why would you start with Leonard? Yeah. Why would, yeah. You, why would you start the playoffs with Leonard? Yeah, that, that makes in the first zero place. sense. Yeah. Right. I don't know. And then same thing when money comes uh, comes into play for the contracts. Uh, I know <laughs> Blackhawks ran the two-man system between Crawford and Leonard last season, or I guess season before this, and it just it's a decent idea, but to pay two guys, I think it was $5 million each, that's yeah. a huge amount of, uh, of money to give where you could – certainly be putting the money towards a little bit better defense offense or key role players instead of two goalies. Yeah. Maybe Vegas needs that stud, you know, which, which we've talked about on the podcast. Yeah. Before. We think that they're successful because they can roll four lines, mm-hmm. but what if they did go and pick up, you know, I don't know, Phil Kessel or yeah. Taylor Hall. Yeah. Like, they might be scary. Yeah. True game changer. Yeah. That could um, change the complexion of Vegas altogether. And, you know, I mean, they will, Flurry again uh, back in uh, in Pittsburgh with Matt Murray. Uh, they kind of ran that that two goalie system, which worked worked out for him. Um, you know, got Matt Murray a Stanley Cup in his rookie year, technically. Well, uh, but they rode Murray when he got hot. Yeah. I mean, when, yeah. when Flurry went out and Murray stepped up and they started winning games, they just they rolled him. It's right. not like you know they rolled with Murray and then they had a back to back and they put Flurry back. Again. Right. Right. No sense. 
no, it's uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what they do kind of moving on here. And again, uh, the Penguins kind of caught up in a, in an expansion draft uh, goalie scenario uh, once again, you know, so interesting to see where that goes, but still a lot of time before, before the, the draft and everything goes through. Um, I, I can see either Flurry or Murray being a Kraken. Yeah. Being Wouldn't that be wild? That'd be a wild story. It would. That would be, that would be amazing. I think, I, I think I'm definitely going to have to pick up a Kraken jersey. Those, uh, those jerseys are sweet. <laughs> I like the collar scheme for sure. Yeah. I love it. Those are like the best colors ever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, should we change? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and then on the flip side of, of role players, um, outside of your Joel Pazvalskis and your Mark Stones and your Kucherovs are unknown players until playoffs come and they just step into the spotlight and perform unbelievably. And you see it every single year with uh, Stanley Cup winning teams, not saying Dallas is going to win it, but man, that uh, Kiwi Ranta has stepped up incredibly. I can't really think of anyone on the Lightning who is just goes from a zero to hero um, because they're all seemingly heroes right now. But um, Braden Points had a great, uh, uh, you know, past week here, but he was already, I mean, relatively known player, you know, so. Yeah. Sean Avery called him the best player in the league I right now. That. Wow. That's, that's a bold statement. Yeah. And yeah. I find it. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. I'd debate it right now. I'd have to see him perform throughout the season and all that personally. But uh, in terms of being a clutch player, he's, he's done a lot through the He's really come through. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. We're in the final uh, final series here, so it'll be great to see Dallas and Tampa. So lots of fun hockey coming up here in the next couple of weeks, and we are just inching forward and forward closer to the start of Southern Oregon Spartans hockey. And uh, Bree, Coach, I want to thank you guys. Sam, thank you so much for dropping by. This is a banger of an episode. We had like six people on this episode. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> yeah, this is like a conference. <laughs> We're, we're, we're in the Bremerton bubble right now. Right. <laughs> Bubbling up, staying safe up in Bremerton. And uh, everyone in Southern Oregon, hope you are staying safe. And our hearts and prayers are with you. And until next time, keep it locked to Inside the Madhouse. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Check us out online at sospartans.com, at facebook.com slash Southern Oregon Spartans, on Instagram at sospartans, and on Twitter at so underscore Spartans. Coach Bree. See you guys next time. See ya. Later. Stay beautiful, Spartan Nation. Spartans! What is your profession? Thanks for hanging inside the Madhouse. Remember, subscribe and share so you always catch all the action. Keep your sticks on the ice, and we'll see you next week inside the Madhouse. Better get out of this shit.